0: Hey everyone, my name is Brooke Ferreira. I'm a licensed associate marriage and family therapist. Each week, you'll be listening to me or one of my guests talk about what it takes to really live authentically. So this is the Nurture and Be podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Nurture and Be podcast. Happy Tuesday. I am Brooke Ferreira, licensed Associate, Marriage and Family Therapist. You know, as we are kind of dwindling down, um, probably what is it, six or so months left until I head out for maternity leave, I'm trying so hard to curate guests who um, can hit all these different topics of authenticity, you know, and what it really takes to go on this journey and them um, being vulnerable, sharing how this journey has been. And so I'm excited about this uh, episode. We have Lauren Grant. She is a flight attendant turned entrepreneur from Atlanta, Georgia, and she founded Stratosphere 41. It's an indie yoga brand that makes accessories that know how to bring it. I just love how authentic her branding is, um, you know, watching her journey to launch this. And so I'm really excited uh, for you guys to hear from her and really just about how self-esteem can make or break your business. Okay. Let's give it away to Lauren. Okay. As promised, here is Lauren Grant. Hey, Lauren. Hey,
1: Brooke. How's it going?
0: I am really excited for you to be on here. You guys can't see her, but she is like all cheery and pink and I'm just living for it. This is true. This is true with the
1: cheetah headband.
0: Yes. Yes. And what, blue eyeliner?
1: I did wear blue eyeliner today.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm
1: loving it. It honestly matches your I can brand. See that.
0: Yeah, it looks good, girl. Thank you. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are and you know kind of what you're up to and how you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so I'm Lauren. I live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I own an Indie yoga brand that's based here. And we're basically making yoga accessories that know how to bring it. Yes. And so, the reason I got here today was I've been practicing yoga for about 15 years, and I could already feel like the pit in my chest. But yoga really helped me start dealing with grief mm-hmm. um, when I was younger, in my teen years, when I had no idea what emotions look like and I was rebellious and acting out. um And then, fast forward, I ended up getting my teaching license, they got my 500, and then I got a yin license and I started teaching at Yonder and I just felt like the wellness space needed a community for women to show up authentically as themselves and I didn't believe I was doing that for a very long time until recently mm. so this is my baby that has evolved <laughs> from that story
0: <laughs> yeah and I I almost like wish I could post a picture of the brand because I think that the the imaging of it really speaks to like you finding yourself and leaning into, you know, authenticity a little bit more. And so I appreciate your vulnerability already.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I always say like we show up as like bold, bright, loud. Where I've nicknamed Stratosphere Sophia, and Sophia is your baby sister that came into the family and like shook shit up and was like, "Yeah, this isn't really working that way. So this is what we're gonna do now." And like her purple hair and like her all black fit. (laughs)
0: Lauren, you're gonna die. That's what we're naming our baby.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like my favorite name ever. Oh my
0: god. This is very cosmic. That's hilarious.
1: oh my god talk about like full circle because i feel like you had such a huge part in getting me here and i didn't even know that when i became
0: i love it oh my god she's
1: gonna come shake it up Yeah,
0: she is i already know it
1: oh my god oh my god that's so cute
0: <laughs> oh i love it so talk to us about like you know it's hard because for people who don't know you, right, have you always been bold and bright and colorful and loud?
1: Mm, I think I was a lot when I was younger. Um, And then over time, I feel like I started trying to fit into this box of what I thought society wanted me to be. And how can I be the most palatable to everyone so that I can be well-liked? And then Um, I think that was exacerbated when I lost my stepfather um, in a car crash. And I was like, whoa, like, I just don't want anyone to see me. I don't want them to see the messy parts. I'm just going to, (laughs) like, crawl into the corner Mm -hmm. and hide. Mm -hmm. Um, And I lived like that for many years. Actually, it was you who told me that you were afraid I was dying inside. And that's what woke me up. And I was like, all right, whoa. (laughs)
0: do I make this change and being bold was the change I love that and I whenever I hear people say you're the one who told me I always brace myself like oh shit what did I say
1: (laughs) I know because you said it um like just in conversation but I went home and really thought about that, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's coming down to the point where you're like, well, wear more blush if you want to wear blush. It was, like, really that bad where I wasn't doing anything I wanted to do, and I was just miserable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as <laughs> so, you were – reflection. <laughs> well, and, like, as you were starting to, like, die inside or kind of close these parts off of you, what did you notice was happening with your self-esteem?
1: Oh, my God. I – so I didn't know that self-confidence and
0: like self-worth are two separate things.
1: So I always thought I had all of this high self-esteem because I was confident in my abilities. But in reality, I had zero self-esteem and um, and people could see it. They would say like, you know, you don't trust yourself and it shows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did you know that from like <laughs> me doing this one small thing? But I think the energy starts seeping out. and um, actually it was like building this brand kind of gave me more self-worth because I almost didn't launch it because I was like nobody's gonna want to buy from this normal black girl living in Atlanta Mm -hmm. no one's gonna want to hear my story no one's gonna like rally behind the message no one's gonna be one a part of the community and I almost missed out on like really aligning with what I'm supposed to be doing
0: yes that was gonna be my next question you know what were some of the barriers um, to launching the company like personally for you um you know how did your self-esteem kind of get in the way or um and then also you know just tangibly what how what was it like to build a business
1: um oh my god so self-esteem like i was building in secret <laughs> and i was doing a, like it was really bad a lot of my friends were like upset with me because i think only maybe three people knew And I would be working on this and then I would put it down because I'm like, there's no way I can launch a brand. Like, I'm crazy. And so I was just so afraid to share it because I wanted to impress everyone I knew. And I was afraid to show them like the failure. (laughs) Because I feel a lot trying to build this. Um, and I only posted on Instagram randomly one Sunday. And I literally went to my room and I almost vomited. I dropped the phone and I was like holy crap I can't believe I just told everyone and like I didn't get on Instagram for like five hours (laughs) Um, and and then once it was out there I was like oh I was making up the whole story in my head and like actually like people are excited for me um so that was like a huge issue Mm -hmm. and I Launched like later than I probably could have because of it. Um, some other things were um, I bootstrapped. So I was working a full time job and also doing this on the side and trying to balance both. And there's a lot of sacrifice involved with that. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I felt jealous of other successful people that have like venture capital backed businesses. I was so jealous because I was like, Am I really going to tell people that I'm launching with two yoga towels? Like, um, But I think it's all
0: valid. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> what do you think, like, okay, you were jealous of these, you know, venture-backed businesses, right? And so what was the expectation that you were setting for yourself?
1: Um, I think I just – it was setting this expectation of perfection like mm-hmm. being able to just roll out with this like big booming business and this great um community and I was like that's like not realistic like I don't come from wealth um and I can't just <laughs> go out and ask everybody for you know a seed round um and so i think that actually it was the thing that helped me um i had to be a little bit more strategic about how i used my money and mm-hmm. i had to um really like the two products that i rolled out and like not just roll stuff out and make noise mm-hmm. for the heck of it um so it actually ended up working out and i'm happy i did this way mm-hmm. but i was jealous at first i was like there is no way i'm telling these people who are like super successful and have scaled like <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> but now I'm like hey I have this whole like idea and um this is why I'm doing it and it's fun
0: <laughs> uh-huh talk to us about like I mean it's not like you're just stocking products and reselling them like you designed mm-hmm. product so talk to us yeah. about like what that process was like and how you saw yourself within these towels
1: Um, Yeah, so we started off with mood boards. I'm I'm working with um, freelancers to help me with the process. We started off with literal mood boards of just pictures I liked, and we started narrowing it down. We designed every single element from typography to the shade of the pink um, to whether or not you can have, like, italicized to the icons. So um, we did that first, and then we started building the towels and I was like, no, it needs to be fun and bright and it needs to make me excited to practice. And so we had about 10 designs and then we um, settled on the good vibes only and then the purple cloud um, that I almost named purple haze, but then I was like, everybody's (laughs) like pot. (laughs) So yeah, um, yeah, I was involved in the process from the very beginning. Um, and it's truly a reflection of me. And I actually use them in class all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: What did you find that like anything um, like within you is coming up that was saying like, these are too bright or these are too bold or these don't look like the average yoga towels?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I was so terrified to show designs. Um, and especially at Good Vibes Only One, I was scared that people were going to think I was trying to be um, toxic positive. Or is it positivity? I don't know. Um, but I was like, that's definitely not message messaging that I want people to think of the brand. Um, I do want us to be positive, And so that's why we did Good Vibes Only. But I was very <laughs> afraid. <laughs> I was like terrified to the point where I remember Yonder is the first um, customer that we had in, in the studios. And Melissa was like, um, what the F? Why haven't you shown me this before? <laughs> and I was like, scared. <laughs> I was like, you weren't going to
0: want this. I want And I want to focus on that a little bit more because I feel like, you know, even when you told me that you were launching, I was like, what? Like, I'm... what the heck? And so it, it wasn't like the small fear. Like you had a really big fear about launching this and you worked forever Mm -hmm. on it right and so i want to go back to that and kind of focus on really what that fear felt like for you and what Mm -hmm. it felt like when you started to tell people
1: yeah i didn't even let you see the instagram (laughs) you just like figured it out on your own um yeah i mean i just i think a lot of it truly has to do with um fear of not being liked and a lot of it has to do with um honestly internalized racism um that like i can already like feel my hand shaking um that you know like i've battled for a long time and it's like you don't really see young black women rolling out um you know successful companies and building out communities and that often until lately and so i was like People were going to think, who the F does she think she is mm-hmm. um, starting an indie yoga brand? Um, and I was like, "It's it was so much more than that to me, but I couldn't I couldn't talk about it. I literally had this like lump in my throat, and I was like, every time I would go to tell someone, I would just cower away mm-hmm. and run the opposite direction and just be like, nope, nope, I'm not doing this. Um, and I started telling strangers first. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a little bit easier for me to tell strangers. I don't know why, but I guess I was like, I don't really care about their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so it's easier for me to practice on them. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw how excited they were, um, then it started getting easier to tell people that like, I love, <laughs> 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 which I think sounds like backwards.
0: <laughs> no, it's completely normal because we have, you know, with the people that are close to us and the people that we love, they have so, you know, with, whether they say they do or they don't, but they have expectations of who we are and who we're supposed to be based on how we've shown up in the past. Right. And so Mm -hmm. this brand is like, I might've shown up like this before, but now I'm showing up bold (laughs) and bright and I'm stepping into me, you know, and that's scary. It's even still crazy because
1: it's like, um, building this brand, um, has, made me bring out pieces in my personal style that i had hidden in the closet that i Mm love but i was just too afraid to wear um and i've started showing up more as myself um and i think people can feel it but (laughs) yeah oh my god i when i look back on that lauren that was even like a month ago Mm -hmm. i was in such a different like sunken place um i just didn't believe
0: in myself Mm -hmm. How are you feeling as you're starting to, you know, build your self-esteem and build your confidence and align with who you are and you really trust that you can do this and that you're actually doing really well at it?
1: (laughs) Um, I think the most number one thing is now I'm comfortable saying I don't know, Mm -hmm. but I'm willing to learn. I was not comfortable saying that before because I was like, oh, my God, people are going to realize, like, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course I don't know everything. But I was just um, I just had such low self-esteem that I didn't want people to um, look at me that way. So now I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm learning at double the speed, but I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to um, be under your guidance. So that has I think that's helped me the most. Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and I think that's it's really underrated right like the fact that a lot of times we hide behind made up answers or acting like we know something that somebody's talking about Mm -hmm. and saying like what instead of saying what does that mean right because we don't want our intelligence to be questioned or we don't want to seem dumb or stupid or like we don't know what we're doing and so that has so much power, just being able to say, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I would pretend I knew who we were talking about, and then I would literally go to the bathroom and, like, start Googling stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just, like, why didn't I just say, like, hey, can you just, like, elaborate on that more? Like, oh, oh I haven't heard of that. I mean, it's like, it's crazy. But I also felt this, like, extreme pressure that I needed to represent um, minority women perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just not realistic. Mm-hmm. And I, trying to live up to that expectation was actually killing me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. What were some of the things you felt like you had to live up to or do? Oh my gosh. Uh,
1: Looking a certain way. Um, I basically felt like, okay, I know I'm a mor- minority, so let me get as close to like the ideal beauty standard as I can. Um. And so I used that a lot um, growing up. Um, Intelligence, I feel like I would, like, overcompensate a lot because I wouldn't want people to think, like, oh, like, she's stupid. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Or I I didn't want to feel inferior because I already Mm -hmm. felt so inferior. I was like, well, Mm -hmm. if I only have, like, these two cards to play, (laughs) I'm, like, going to double down on them um I also had this like mask of like trying to always be nice mm-hmm. or, or um never showing my anger mm-hmm. I, I just didn't want anyone to be like oh she's like an angry black woman so it's like if anything happens like I'd be like it's fine no worries mm-hmm. it's fine and then go into the cry and literally sob with mm-hmm. like snot coming out of my nose and then like wipe it all off and be like I'm good mm-hmm um and now i'm now i feel like i'm getting more com- i'm not there yet but i feel like i'm getting more comfortable just being like you know that, that actually wasn't okay <laughs> and at least maybe just leaving it there like i don't know if i'm at the point of having like a full discussion all the time about <laughs> it but like i'm just like i just throw it out there like yo that wasn't right and we're just
0: gonna leave it <laughs> well and i think you know, there's so much power in even realizing that these are the things that you were trying to meet or achieve. You know, I don't know, you can tell me like a few months ago, would would you have been in a spot where you could have said, yeah, these are the ways that I am masking myself. These are the ways that I am, um, that my, these are the ways that my internalized racism is showing up.
1: I think a couple of months ago, I might have been, um, a little bit aware, um, just through therapy, but I wasn't to the point where I was able to challenge myself Mm. about it at all. Mm -hmm. Like I would be like, yeah, I understand that I'm doing that. But like, again, what I have to play, I don't really have many options. So I'm just going to do that. And I'm not going to like challenge anyone or ruffle feathers Mm -hmm. because like I worked so hard to get to where I am like I can't possibly lose anything or upset people um and oh man (laughs) that was like I I really can't describe how that feels Mm -hmm. where you feel like you're standing in a room and no one sees you for who you are Mm -hmm. because you don't let them see you and you know it and you still continue to do the same Mm -hmm. things over and over and over and you're just like screaming inside
0: but no one can hear you I literally have goosebumps just hearing that because I think so many people feel that way you Mm -hmm. know and that that dying inside literally comes from that right it's like one of the most lonely spaces to be in but the Mm -hmm. thought of even letting somebody into that space is terrifying yeah um
1: it wasn't until I started sharing stuff about myself, like for instance, my one of my best friends that I met um, before I moved to Dubai, so like 2015. She didn't even know, like two years prior, I had lost my stepfather. She didn't know that until like four months ago, and that was the level of like hiding stuff I was doing because I was like, "There's no way, like, I'm going to keep these people in my life if they know how messy it's been." Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until um, I started getting out of that and just like throwing myself into the conflict mm-hmm. being like, I literally feel lonely. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not myself. I told my friend Molly that in Mexico City, like at a bar, I was like crying. And I was like, I feel like I can't be me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe I just submitted that to someone. <laughs> and then you feel like everyone's staring at you afterwards. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, everybody can see. You like look away please <laughs> um i realize a lot of people go through that and mm-hmm. you wake up one day and you're like how did i become this shell of a person like what happened to like the 12 year old me that loved to do all these different mm-hmm. things and everyone looks at you like you have this great life because maybe you have a lot of friends maybe you have a good job you know maybe you have a great marriage and stuff um, but i was like i don't feel anything mm-hmm. I do all these things, but I don't feel anything inside. Mm-hmm. I feel numb. Yeah. Right after I get home.
0: I mean, the way you're describing it is so relatable. And you said you think a lot of people go through it. No, everybody goes through this at some point in their life, you know, and sometimes it's over and over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, or sometimes yeah, that's the part finding it <laughs> difficult. I'm like, it might not be over. <laughs> oh shoot yeah.
1: i got this far and then they're like well it's not linear and i'm like great <laughs> fabulous
0: <laughs> i thought i'd just be able to check it off <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay so let's take a quick break for our ad all right for our ad this week we have lauren back to tell us all about her brand
1: Hi guys, you can find Shadowsphere 41. We are in an indie yoga brand based in Atlanta, Georgia, and we make yoga accessories that know how to bring it. So that's full, loud, sassy. We want you to take up all the space and then carve out a path for others to do the same because we're in this together. So we have right now yoga towels that have launched. We have Good Vibes Only and then Purple Cloud and there are hero products we're so excited about that more colors coming soon. So yeah, check us out on Instagram, stratosphere41, TikTok is the same or stratosphere41.com.
0: Awesome. Go get your towels. All right. Welcome back. So, for this half, as usual, I want it to be some takeaways for you guys, something that you can practice today. So Lauren is going to share with us, you know, how she has started to align with herself, move towards authenticity, and really start to increase her self-esteem. And I should add too, we're saying self-esteem a lot. There's an episode in the very beginning that breaks down self-worth and self-esteem. Um, if you're interested in knowing really like what that means. So let's give it back to Lauren. <laughs>
1: yeah okay so i'm like trying to think of a story for a good example um but i would say that okay so i have this oversized black leather jacket and it's a men's jacket and it's just so fly it's literally the most beautiful thing ever (laughs) and i bought it for seven bucks at a thrift store okay i just want to paint the whole picture i love it. it um and it was sitting in my closet for literally a year and i would not wear it um and i just want everyone to know like this is how deep Uh, my low self-esteem when I literally wouldn't wear a jacket because I was like no if I dress too outside the box like people are gonna be like what the f is she wearing um and so I started doing little things to increase my self-esteem and to feel more aligned like I started with wearing a little bit more blush um and then i started wearing like brighter color workout outfits and then that led me to the leather jacket and then i started rocking it all the time <laughs> it was like i would wear it to improv class and i was just like i mean who's gonna check me This second screen <laughs> um and so <laughs> so i think you have to start off really really small you It's probably, I mean, I throw myself into the gauntlet like now, but looking back, I wasn't doing that at first because it was so scary. So it's like thinking about like, what's one little thing you really would like to do, but you never do. Maybe it's, I don't know, you wear nude nail polish and like you really wanted to wear red. Maybe just doing that for a day, seeing how it feels. And then I think over time, things start compounding. And then you look back six months later and you're like, oh, wow. (laughs) Um, but now um, I'm in a place where I literally tell myself, like, you're going to do this and throw yourself into the fire. So if there's on um, a situation with someone, I need to tell them how I feel or um, talking about the brand or even going first in improv class, like on camera, I was like, oh my gosh. And I got up and I went first. And then I I just think I am... It's important to be honest about those feelings. Like when you're doing it, like, "Hey, this is really difficult for me," and I'm like literally sweating. Um, but over time, your body and your mind starts to realize that, um, you know, I made it through the other side last time I did this, so I can make it out of this again. And I think it gets a little bit easier each time. You start chipping away, <laughs> and I truly believe that that led me to be aligned in um, the messaging for the brand like now I feel like because I know what it's like to be so um, like down and out and like hollow person or shell of myself now I really feel like it's led me to being aligned and that it's bigger than me um, in the sense that I want all women to show up authentically as themselves and appreciate our differences. Um yeah I don't know where I was going with that but yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you could keep talking and it would still sound great because everything you're saying I'm I'm just like yes 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 <laughs> yeah I <sighs> It's just you know you have to even do
1: things like I had affirmations printed and um, I taped it to my bathroom mirror. I I still do that. I change them so that my brain doesn't get used to the same one, Um, and I would say them aloud while I'm looking into the mirror because you i realized i was like the only time i would look in the mirror it was when i was picking myself apart Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh like i could lose five pounds or oh like you don't look good in this and i was like i've never said anything good to myself in the mirror and it was really weird at first so i did that um before i would do that i would play like women rap music (laughs) i like cardi b or like lotto or like beer or something and i would get like Super hype and like rap the lyrics. and I don't know. They just it's like girl power. They just make uh-huh. it feel so good. <laughs> so I do that a lot. So if I ever come in like super excited, I probably listen to rap before. <laughs> um I'm trying to think of like a couple other things.
0: Um Well so I pause did. for a second. Like what <laughs> Like I know, people are thinking, like, okay, you're telling me I'm just supposed to like do things that are scary. Uh, nah, I'm good. I I know
1: it sounds like it's like we'll just do it. Um, but you have to give yourself homework assignments. Um, and that and hold yourself accountable. Like, okay, maybe by Wednesday, um, I had a lot of homework assignments in therapy. And usually it'd be like a week or two weeks. So I'd spend four days ruminating over the fact that I'd have to do this. (laughs) Day five, I'd probably be like, I mean, maybe. Um, And then day six or seven, right before my session, I would just do it. And then I'd be like, oh, crap. And so I think like having that deadline really helped me um, because I was like, okay, i'm accountable to this person so maybe having someone you're accountable to mm-hmm. and then after a while i realized like oh wow i'm accountable to this person but i'm actually accountable to myself too and like now i give myself homework assignments i'm like all right you can avoid this if you want to and like not do these things but you have like three days lauren and so i think that helps a lot yes no i <laughs> Maybe love that. writing it down too <laughs> i write it down a lot um I, I put in. Um, I either write it down or I put it in my notepad of my phone. And like, for instance, if it's maybe a situation or telling someone how I feel, um, that's authentic. I might say it aloud to myself first, so that maybe it's like a little less daunting to mm-hmm. say it to them. Um, these are still things that are like in progress. <laughs> They're not perfect. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out every day. <laughs>
0: No, and I think you gave so many that people, so many actionable things that people could start today. And, you know, I, my cats are doing something crazy. (laughs) Um, Something loud just happened. Uh, Anyways, I think that it is like what she's talking about is one, really effective, but two, very, very scary. And so having so much compassion for, the fear that you do have because our minds and our bodies, they just want to protect us and they're doing what they think that is best for us. And so we kind of have to take charge and say that worked then, but I'm ready to live a different life now. And so, yes, this fear mm-hmm. is real and yes, I am mean, going to acknowledge it. And I know that I can stay safe as well by doing this thing. Yeah. I, I think
1: you're right um now that you've put it that way i started talking to myself like yeah i i had to survive i did what i had to do to survive all those years um of you know hormones and grief and just trying to get through life and figure it out but at some point i was just like i have to talk to myself and be like okay we've survived a long long time and it's time for you to thrive and to enjoy and like what it's going to take you to get to that point. I literally would like be in my room, like talking to myself aloud, sounding crazy, or like in the shower. Um, but I think that that made it more real in my mind. It was like you cannot get to this a different place by doing the same thing that worked for the past decade and it was very valid. And I needed that at the time because I didn't know how to cope with things. But now I'm like I, I want to turn over a leaf. I guess that sounds like really corny, but (laughs) um. And so just having compassion for the old self, and it's really hard. Like it's hard for me to have that grace for my old self and the things that I've done in the past. And I was just like, whoa, when you think back, I'm like, I can't believe you did that, or you handled things in that way. But I, I just. I guess doing talk therapy by myself, too, is mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how I get to that point, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's so hard, it, it's just this whole process, the process to being authentic is probably the hardest thing that I personally have ever done, and am still doing, and it's like, it's not linear at all, as you heard Lauren say yeah. earlier, you know, there are times where, like, I knew the first part. <laughs> You know, it's like there are days where you feel like you're killing it and you're doing really awesome stuff. And then there are days where you're just like sitting in depression, like crying and being like, "I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like this is just feels oh, so awesome.
1: Yeah. And those days like still come up. Like I don't want um, anyone to think like those days don't come up anymore. Those days happen all the mm-hmm. time to me. Um, and I think that's why it's important to t- do little things at a time, like, for instance, when I'm having those days, I might be like, um, "Wow, everything feels really daunting right now. It feels like this cloud is overhead, and like I, I don't want to do anything. So I might just do one thing, mm-hmm. and maybe that's like wearing like a pink shirt, um, mm-hmm. and like making it to the shower that day. Mm-hmm. That's like it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it definitely still comes up, and I think now it's so crazy. Now when people are like, "Are you okay? I'm like. No. <laughs> 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 I'm practicing being authentic that way. i uh-huh. like, actually I'm not. <laughs> um Yeah, this is such an I don't know, this is such an underrated but important topic because I just want us all to feel like we can show up as ourselves and um and take up space and in yoga we say like yeah you take up space but you have to negotiate with like your neighbor like in class like if there's practices um a poses excuse me and you both need a lot of space you negotiate and i i want to bring that um into my brand but more importantly into my life and the life of people that i meet where it's like hey like i show up authentically this way and like all right we don't look the same like when you show up authentically but we can negotiate that space. And
0: like appreciate one another. Mike, drop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, and I want to like just end the conversation there because I think that it holds so much weight. You know, just that statement, oh. negotiating space. I just I love that that phrase. So, are there any resources um, that have really helped you along this journey, business or personal? Um
1: yeah, so let's see, what do I always do? Um <laughs> actually TikTok has helped me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I mean, you can change the algorithm, but I look at a lot of like self-help TikToks, if you will, or a lot of raw TikToks about people's journeys, and um that is what helped me feel like I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do that. Um as far as like Other things, um, therapy, um, yoga and just getting moving. I think um hiking as well. My dog literally saved my life (laughs) um, and taught me what it's like to have unconditional love for this like thing. Um so getting out in nature and just literally sitting. Um, and I would have to force myself to put my phone on silent and like take off my Apple Watch and just sit down and like look at the sun and the leaves. And at first I used to be that girl that would be like, I'm not sitting in like what what am I gonna do? Like sit in nature and like just exist. <laughs> like <laughs> but it's truly healing. Um and I would just do five minutes of like breath work. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do like these 30 minute long things. It always felt like it was too much for me. I would just do like five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um Some other things that help me, um, I think, you know, reading a lot of novels and reading other people's stories. I I think mainly what I'm trying to get at is other people's stories um, Mm -hmm. helped me a lot to realize that we're all in this together and we're all
0: going through the same things. Mm -hmm. Are there um, certain, I think this is the right language, hashtags on TikTok that you like to look at? Oh hashtags! Or like, um, how would I, people go on TikTok to find self-helpy things?
1: Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, I don't necessarily look at um, hashtags, but I started um, looking at like um, a lot of things will pop up on your for you page, and like you can type in like maybe a topic of like authenticity. Authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started finding creators that I like and then the algorithm actually does the rest of the work for you um, and that that goes for business as well um, you can there are like angel investors on there that talk about I actually just watched a playlist of an angel investor who talked about how you can you know entice them to invest in your business Pre-seed or seed round when you don't have as much traction. Mm-hmm. TikTok is a great—it's actually a really great tool if you use it um, well. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I'll be sure um, to like list all of the things that you said in the um, resources section on the show notes page as well. So for the last, you know, minute or so, tell people where they can find you if they want to connect with you personally or business-wise or if they want to, you know, see more about your brand and buy your products. How can people find you?
1: Yeah. So my personal Instagram is thelaureng. Lauren with an A, not an E. <laughs> um, and then the brand Instagram is stratosphere41. So Stratosphere is the level of the ozone that private jets fly through. Um, and I've worked in private aviation, so that's where the name comes from. Um, and so you can go on that Instagram or stratosphere41.com. And you can also find the towels if you're local to Atlanta. They're in the Yonder Studios. So you can find them there. Um, like different events. We're signed on for some events locally. So we will find each other for
0: sure. Yes. <laughs> I believe that to be very true. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time and your vulnerability and really just your wisdom. It's been an honor to have you on here. And you know I look forward oh, to every you. single time we talk.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>